Willow Rising. Welcome to the Garden of Rest podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm a self-love mentor and intuitive guide. I support women-identifying people in cultivating empowering self-love. Today, I'm going to be talking about creating your own safe space. I touch on this in the episode, but I think it's important for me to mention it here as well. When I talk about safety, I'm not talking about creating a fortress for yourself or some sort of system where you have to quote-unquote protect yourself from harm. I think that's a really disempowering stance. I am talking about building a connection with yourself that lets your body know that you are taking care of it and you are also creating a supportive environment that lets you shine. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen me share these it is safe declarations. These include declarations such as, it is safe for me to be my true self. It is safe for me to grow. It is safe for me to honor my boundaries. It is safe for me to respect my limits. It is safe for me to trust myself. If you haven't seen these, I've shared these on my Instagram, um, and they're in my highlighted stories, so you can definitely like go check them out. I made them so that way you could um, screenshot them and save them as your phone background if there was anyone that really resonated with you. You can find me on Instagram at Willow Rising. I share these because it's so important for you to consciously recognize that you are safe. In a very real way, your body needs to know from you, that it is safe. This is especially important if you've had any experiences, either in your upbringing or perhaps even recently, where you felt unsafe. And maybe you even questioned whether or not it's okay for you to to share yourself and express yourself. We, We can share all the statements we want. We can say all the statements we want. But we also really need to create the environment for that to be true. And that's what this episode is really about. My intention is to help you create your own safe space. So why is that important? Well, if you think about it, when you feel safe, when you know that you have your own back, that no matter what, you're taking care of yourself, you're more willing to take risks and honor your intuition You're more willing to trust yourself, and you're more willing to go after the things in your heart. And you can do that all with just ease and openness. And another thing I want to put out there is, you know, just think about it. If it's really fair for you to say to yourself, it is safe for me to be my true self, while continuing to be in a relationship where you're ridiculed for being who you are. You know, if someone is constantly poking fun at you, but, you know, they're the only one laughing, it's not funny to you, you're not laughing, that really isn't a safe space for you to openly and honestly express yourself. Part of creating safe space for yourself is taking responsibility for your whole being, your body, your mind, and your soul. And if you're listening to this podcast, and if you've ever felt drawn to my work, I'm certain that you desire to live a life worthy of your soul. I'm sure in some way you felt a burning desire in your heart to live out your potential and pursue the things in life that light you up. 
I'm willing to also say that in some way, you're probably someone who wants to live led by your heart and you desire to express more of your true self so that you can live from a really like a soulful place. So this is why backing up those declarations, those declarative statements with intentional action matters. Even if the action you take is just in little seed form, you know, it's still a way for you to begin moving in the energy of that belief. And of course, you know, as soon as you start to move in that energy, the universe will rush in to support you. By creating a safe space for ourselves, we're supporting our beliefs with our actions and aligning our behavior with the energy that we are calling in. This creates the atmosphere that allows for your true self, you as your higher self, to come forward. So let's get into it. How exactly can you create your safe space? I've listed five reasons here, and I'll talk a little bit about each of them. Number one, become aware of what you need. You know, get really clear on what it is you need right now. And the way that I like to really do this, to do kind of like a self-check-in and see how I'm feeling, is to just journal. And I just also, like I always love to say this about journaling, it doesn't have to be cute and it doesn't have to be expensive. My journal is literally just a notebook with grid paper, and I bought that with a pack of markers as well, and it cost me $5. I know this sounds silly, but like, while I love the journals that are beautiful and have this um, really amazing thick paper and are really nicely designed, I always felt like I couldn't share what I actually wanted to share in them. I don't know if it's just because I felt like the words that I was saying were just too messy for something so beautiful, but I really just couldn't like get out everything that I wanted to in that type of journal. So I ended up just getting a little notebook with good paper. Like I said, it cost me $5. I bought it with some markers because um, I just wanted to make it fun. And I've also found that with markers, I write a lot faster and I find that to be really helpful to have some sort of utensil that can kind of can um, keep up with the pace of the thoughts in my head. That's just what I do for me. If you feel like you can really, you know, use that beautiful journal and express everything that you want to express, by all means, like, do that. I am all about you finding what works for you. And so on that note, like, if writing down in a journal really isn't your thing, try audio recording. Try just, like, saying stuff out loud and um, recording it on your phone. And the reason that I say to record it rather than just say stuff out loud is just so that way you, you have something to refer back to if you, need, if you need it. So it might be the case that you just record it and you never ever listen to it again, but um, at least in the beginning, just kind of keep that on hand so that way you can go back to it in case you said anything that like was really profound or really spoke to you or that you hadn't thought of before. Another way you can do that, another way that you can kind of journal is just by taking notes on your phone. So there's, if you have iPhone, there's the notes app, but there's also this app called Bear, which is really great. Um, B-E-A-R. I believe its tagline is like the writing app or something. 
um, but I like it because it's super clean. I just use it to keep track of little things that are in my head um, throughout the day. And, um, you know, if I don't have my journal on me, my physical journal, I definitely will just use that and type in there to get out my thoughts. So basically, the whole point of journaling is just for you to kind of have a way to check in with yourself. It can be really hard. You might think you know how you're feeling. Um, but what I found is a lot of times you're not really upset for the reasons that you think you are. That It can just be really easy to kind of just go through life um, kind of on autopilot. And for me, journaling allows me to check in with myself and really see what I need. Once you let your thoughts out, you can start to get a sense of what it is you need at this moment in time. And for the purpose of this example, let's just imagine that your declarative statement is, it is safe for me to be my true self. Number two, capture the feeling tone of safety that you're calling in. What does being safe feel like to you? Engage all of your senses and really visualize what being totally and 100% safe feels like. What sounds, smells, visuals remind you of, of being safe? You know, if you were to pick one scene to really say, this is what being safe feels like to me, you know, what, what is that scene? This step is really about visualizing what it is that makes you feel supported. So that way you can tap into that literally any time. And so once you kind of create that scene of what being safe and being sure and certain being supported feels like for you, you can really access that feeling any time of day, whenever you need to call upon it. And I also just want to say that we're looking at this through the lens of an empowered stance. So when I talk about needing to feel safe, I'm not talking about it from the perspective of feeling um, like you're creating this castle where you're just kind of building these walls to keep something out. That's not what I'm talking about. That's really a disempowering stance. What I'm talking about is creating safety that's for yourself, that's really about you feeling supported, capable, and easeful. You know, because when you feel safe, like I said before, when you feel safe, you're more willing to take risks because you're not going to be ridiculed, you're not going to be harmed. And so this is really about you becoming your own safe space so that you're not reliant on any other thing or any other one to make you feel a certain way. And also, just at the end of the day, no one can really, no one can actually make you feel something. That's really giving someone else too much power. So just a little tidbit, maybe I'll talk about that another time um, and let me know on Instagram if that's something you want me to share about. So that was number two. Capture the feeling tone of safety that you're calling in and tap into that whenever you need it. And this really brings me to my next point. Number three. Evaluate your current life circumstances and agreements. Consider all of the things that you've got going on in your life right now. What feels good? What makes you feel alive? What fills you with possibility? 
What areas of your life are you freely and allowing yourself, your true self, to become more defined? This is like a silly example, but maybe right now having tea in the morning just the way you like it is your perfect space for you to just feel like, this is a moment for me. And maybe you like hot chocolate or something like that. It, It really doesn't matter. But it's just about demonstrating how you can start in small, practical ways of just lighting yourself up, feeling good. Especially if you're used to people-pleasing or in the practice of giving your power away, little moments like allowing yourself to have a hot chocolate in the morning matter. It really helps to support you in becoming more defined, identifying your preferences, and living in alignment with what you came here to experience. Part of this step is also recognizing the areas of your life the things that you do or the agreements you've made that drain you. This is another small example, but something I noticed for me was that I'm the most alert in the mornings. It's just, you know, it's just when I have the most energy and I'm the most fresh. I used to religiously do house chores and laundry on Saturday mornings. And I'd always be a little disappointed because it felt like by the end of the day, I didn't have time or energy left to devote to my creative projects or my business. And then I realized, you know, I was giving my best time to something that could be done at any other point in the week. So I started to use my Saturday mornings to focus on myself and my creative projects. And you bet, like, I've been way more consistent and I've been way more productive. So I really like I flipped that when I noticed that was happening. But it took me having to be aware and checking in with myself to even know that was happening. So in this step, not only do I invite you to consider places and things that you do that feel really good and nourishing, but also I want you to pay attention to the things that feel disharmonious and that really kind of take you away from joy in your life. This step is also about evaluating how you can support yourself right now and make the necessary adjustments in life. What things are you currently doing that light you up? And what things are you doing that drain you? Pay attention to that. Number four, uphold your boundaries. Boundaries create the safe space you need to thrive. Boundaries that honor you are born out of the love that you have for yourself and really the love that you are. They're not to keep people out. Like I said before, that's a wall. Although, you know, if you're new to setting boundaries, it might feel like that in the beginning. If you think of boundaries as mean, hard to enforce, but you also struggle with maintaining your own sense of self, you feel drained all the time, and you struggle with people pleasing, I encourage you to reframe your perspective on boundaries. Could it be that they're just what you need to thrive? In my example from the very beginning, I used an example of having an unsupportive friendship. If you are in the practice of people pleasing and or giving your power away by always thinking someone else knows best, you might find enforcing your boundaries to be difficult. 
If you are always offering someone else understanding, but not giving yourself that same attention, I encourage you to give yourself the benefit of the doubt and act accordingly. Turn your attention on yourself and be honest. Remember that part of creating a safe space involves taking full responsibility for your whole being. If you're entertaining relationships that don't support you or are constantly doing things that you don't really want to be doing and you only signed up to do them because you felt like you should or you had to, you know, I urge you to consider why you're doing that in the first place and start to put yourself first. No one is going to respect your boundaries if you don't respect them. I'm sure one of these days I'll do an episode on boundaries as well, so let me know on Instagram if that's something you'd like to hear me chat about. Number five. This is the last point in creating your safe space. Honor your intuition. At the end of the day, only you know what's best for you. No one else can decide that for you. Not experts, not teachers, not professionals, not even me. No one can decide what's best for you. You've got to feel that out for yourself, and you've got to go with what feels right for you. That's what this whole life thing is about. And the more you honor your intuition, the more you'll grow in trust with it. Not every time will it be easy, but it will definitely feel easier than the very beginning. And you'll be really surprised at what happens when you start to follow your intuition. You'll start to be in the right place at the right time, even if it doesn't make sense or you can't really figure out how that happened. You know, that's the magic and the wisdom that your intuition is leading you towards. And I definitely like already have a another episode lined up about intuition because I just that's really the heart of what I love to help people discover it's it's like this magic compass that just sets you up for the right moments and for divine interactions so to recap here are the five steps you can take to create your safe space number one become aware of what you need And you can do that by simply journaling. Number two, capture the feeling of safety that you're calling in and tap into that. So, you know, like creatively visualize something that really reminds you and makes you feel that support. That way you can tap into that at any point of day. Number three, evaluate your current life circumstances and agreements. Where are you being drained? And where are you being excited and energized by life? Start to really consider that and consider why you're doing certain things. Number four, uphold your boundaries. No one is going to respect your boundaries if you don't respect them. And number five, honor your intuition. Follow that knowing that you have and go after the things that make you feel alive. If you liked this episode, I invite you to share it with a friend. If this is an area that you're looking for some support, 
and you would like me to help you tune into your intuition, kind of learn to identify what's the difference between intuition and ego, what's the difference between my imagination and intuition, how can I create more safe space in my life, how can I really set up those boundaries, you know, how can I stop people-pleasing, you know, if any of those things is something that you just would like one-on-one support, I'd love to work with you. I offer 30-minute discovery calls, and in this time, you'll get a sense of me, we'll get to chat one-on-one, and really discover what areas you're looking to grow in, and my intention is always to lead you back to yourself, because really, you are a powerful being, and you just are incredible and amazing, and I know that, and so I just want to help support you in living from that place, living as your true self, living with full knowledge and awareness and authority of the divine being that you are. So I will put a link to book a discovery call with me in the show notes, and you can also go to willowrising.co, that's .co slash discovery calls. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to catching up with you on Instagram.